0: tuning in to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. My name is Bree, and you can find me at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. Check out the show notes for more information, including a link to my website. Thank you so much for listening. Namaste. 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 Welcome. Thank you so much for listening. Today we are going to briefly discuss the subtle art of everything. Yes, of everything. As we continue to move forward in our lives, sometimes we want to push things we want to apply pressure we want things to happen now we send out this very aggressive energy this very fiery energy we have to remember the ideas and concepts of balance you know i love utilizing the chakra system in my life i like checking in with myself and and deciding where i'm at do i feel grounded do I feel safe and secure? And then I go up from there, right? And it's a process. You know, sometimes you feel like you're on shaky grounds and you need to really take a step back. And I like to think of it, you know, visualization and symbolism is really important for many of us in our needs to understand things. And so, in yoga, we are always thinking about the concept of root to rise. You know, envisioning and imagining that we're this beautiful tree. And deep beneath the earth's surface is the tree's roots. And depending on how stable the tree is, could also reflect in how deep the roots go. And the idea is, beneath the earth's surface, if you were creating a painting... And you created the earth, and it looked flat from this just two-dimensional variation. And beneath that surface of the earth, you can see the roots, and they're digging deep, 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 deep. And then above the earth's surface is the tree, and it starts to rise toward the sun, right? And there are lots of challenges that this tree is going to endure, There's wind, there's rain, there's cold, there's bugs, there's animals, and there's birds, and there's humans. And short of the tree being chopped down, it's always going to be looking for nutrients, right? So unless it's chopped down or unless there's a drought and there's no water available, then the tree will always succeed, right? The roots will continue to grow down, continue to grow wide and across, and and continue to feed off of whatever it can as the branches, the leaves, the blossoms, the flowers, whatever it may be, will seek the sunlight. And the birds will bring pollination, and there will be chipmunks or whatever living in the tree, or, you know, little magical, mystical fairies. (laughs) However you want to visualize this, imagine this is you. And sometimes we do not have the deepest roots, right? Maybe the roots are just starting to take root and then a big windy obstacle comes through and just rips the roots right up. And sometimes we are not ready for whatever's coming toward us. So I like to think that we need to always check in with ourselves, right? Really figuring out how rooted we feel, and this is a daily practice. This isn't something that, yep, I'm rooted, I'm grounded, I'm safe, I'm secure. No, it's it's constant. And everything we do is going to lend itself to how well did we nourish ourselves, our tree. You know, the tree that's within us. You know, are we getting all of the elements? Are we really exposing ourselves to all the goodness that we can are we eliminating and, and protecting ourselves whenever possible? Are we being proactive or just reactive? So the subtle art of everything is the idea is that we don't just go in 100%, right? And I know it's not necessarily in most of our cultures to take it slow, to hang back a little bit but I want you to think about things from a perspective of a medicinal effect. So if you're working with herbs, for instance, and let's say you're new to an herb or a tincture, and you're not quite sure how much you need, but you just want all the goodness, right? So you just pile it on. (laughs) You know, you just, instead of taking one little droplet, you, you take five milliliters. And the effect that the one little droplet would have had on your body and and the idea that you would have been able to observe yourself and figure out what you need and and take your time and apply a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more instead of just full force going in with all the pressure because you thought you were just going to bathe in all the goodness just all at once. Instead, there's an adverse effect, right? Our body in its own infinite wisdom. Rather, we're talking about something as literal as an herb or as symbolism. The idea is that too much of a good thing can have a complete adverse effect, right? We have to give ourselves to the process of planting the seed and sprouting the seed and growing the roots and grounding the roots and growing toward the sun and continuing day in and day out. So the subtle art of everything is realizing that everything takes time and the energy that you expel, the energy that you are pushing is the energy that sometimes is gonna slam you back with. And just because the energy fills good and you want to just explode into that doesn't always mean that you're going to get the result that you're looking for. We should all be looking for lifelong results and that requires patience. It requires a subtle being, you know, subtle energies. You know, yoga is all about subtle energy. It's about allowing a little bit of this and a little bit of that to create A masterpiece of it all you know anytime you're working with like Eastern philosophies or sciences you're going to see this theme this theme of taking time to understand taking time to diagnose taking time to create taking time to explore and look my little girl Bella (laughs) she's she is agreeing with her little barks in the background but Just be subtle. Take your time. Whatever it is that you're utilizing in your life, whatever it is that you're looking for, ask yourself if you can be subtle with it. You know, when we begin a yoga practice, we start very gently, right? We just we start by just wiggling the toes and wiggling the fingers, maybe releasing the jaw, starting to notice the breath, setting our intention for what it is we're hoping to to feel, to experience, to connect with. And then we slowly work our way up to being able to create the different experiences in the body and the mind. And then we slowly allow those to just take root into the mind and body experience and that and that connection. And we allow Shavasana to close and encapsulate and you know, create this beautiful container around whatever it is that we just intended for ourselves. So it's like this beautiful written music, this beautiful written story. It's patience, it's exploration. So be mindful where you're at in your experience, where you are in life, and let things be subtle. You know, and again, I understand. In our cultures, this is hard. You know, we have deadlines, we have tasks, we have, you know, this this idea that time is like this huge period, this huge exclamation mark, always. But time is fluid. Time doesn't exist. You know, we just recently experienced in in the United States the uh, time shifting. In most of the places here. I think all but one state experiences, you know, falling back in time. And it's just, (laughs) just goes to show that time is fluid, right? That these 24 hours of a day is just based on, instead of being based on nature, it's based on this aggression, this force, right? When really, we should be one with nature. We should be waking up at the dusk of dawn we should be going to bed you know a few hours after the body has settled into the night we should be experiencing the outdoors we should be able to feel the sun and feel the moon every single day we should be able to see the stars or or feel that energy we should be able to smell the fresh oxygen and observe the animals and just kind of flow with nature. We should be feeling all of the elements, the earth, the wind. We should be able to feel the heat or the fire, the water, and we should be able to experience that in ether, right? And so we're disconnected because the subtle art of life has been lost. And for many of us, we feel connected in some ways, right? We feel like we're there, but are we? Are we really embracing the subtle art of being? Are we truly allowing things to come and go in our lives? Are we are we trying to make things happen? You know, quick story which prompted this idea of wanting to share this with all of you is I was presented, I've been presented most recently with lots of different situations and scenarios and different people and experiences in my life. And I'm so grateful for all of it. And one particular situation was presented to me out of nowhere. And I would have never known that this situation ever existed, that this person ever existed yet here they are, right? And that's the beauty of life. It's like, you never know, as long as you're open to receive, you never know what's going to be presented to you. And of course, with healthy boundaries and and all of that, of course, but in my experience that I'm sharing, all things are healthy here. And I found myself wanting to, instead of being subtle, wanting to be more forceful, right? Wanting to grow this seed now. And I quickly caught myself doing this, right? It wasn't like a very long process, but I caught myself because I try to stay super tuned in and try to check in with myself and feel where I am in my energies and my body, and where my mind is, if, if my mind is getting carried away, right? Because when your mind gets carried away, your body shall follow. You know, I say that in yoga. If, for instance, we're in side plank, I might say, take your eyes to the earth and your body shall follow so that we can get back into regular plank. Um, because that's that's just sort of how it works, right? The eyes are like this portal and... Our senses are these portals to what the body is experiencing. So even if, you know, you have dimmed eyesight or or no eyesight and your other senses take over, your body will soon follow. And so sometimes we can bring disease to the body. We can bring discomfort to the body. We can bring swelling and we can get the histamines in the body flowing and, and we can make the body want to overreact and protect because the mind is sending signals that something is happening, that maybe something is dangerous or something is is moving too fast or something is creating too much fire, you know? And so some of those other elements are going to try to come in and, and shake things up, and then we might end up in chaos. And so if we just approach everything subtly, and that's what I had to tell myself. I found myself getting busy, you know, and feeling... You know what we might think of as anxiety, but really it's just the wind, the air, kind of moving through the body and 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 uplifting the earth, right? So if you think about a windstorm, you know you might be creating just this this dusty perspective, right? So sometimes you need to calm things down and relax, and something as simple as just acknowledgement is enough for the mind body connection. It's like enough for the nervous system to reactivate the parasympathetic nervous system allowing your body to relax and and begin to digest and if that isn't working we sometimes add something to the digestive system because the gut is the second brain right and we we want to activate the vagus nerve so either we can massage the vagus nerve with our fingers or we can you know drink some lemon water some herbal tea to try to digest the second Uh, brain, the gut, and activate the digestive system and relax the nervous system, relax the anxiety that you might have stirred up the wind in the body. You know, sometimes doing something comforting, even having something warm can be comforting, very earthy, right? So we drink herbal tea, for instance. It activates the earth elements in our body, so it allows us to feel safe and secure it activates the root chakra i love drinking herbal tea all day every day or even just lemon hot lemon or warm lemon water um, because i want to activate that even in the dead heat of the summer i like to stay grounded but of course if you are very grounded to the point where you are static and you can't move then sometimes you you need to activate things with spices or you need to activate things in another way so that you can get things moving and, and push things through. And that's why a Pratayama practice is so fruitful for the body because we are pushing oxygen through the blood system, through the bloodstream. We are pushing the cells around. We are activating the brain and the second brain when we need to as well, right? And that's why a daily yogic practice is so important, right? We want to meditate. We want to have mindfulness. We want to utilize our breath intentionally. We want to set intentions mentally. We want to check in with where we're at emotionally. We want to check in where we're at physically. You know, if we're feeling down, if we're feeling tired, you know, don't ignore the feeling of exhaustion, I feel like that is the number one sign that you need to lean into the subtle art of life. If you're feeling tired, if you're feeling restless, if you're feeling just not yourself, if you're feeling like you might be catching a cold or you might be bringing on a sickness, check in with yourself. Immediately ground your energy. Immediately let go of whatever you need to let go of. Don't go into forceful action. Even just starting to take a bunch of vitamin C is forceful action. It is triggering to the infinite wisdom of our bodies. Now, if you naturally take a thousand milligrams of vitamin C every single day, you take zinc, you do this, you do that, elderberry, you know, you you drink two gallons of water, and this is just your regular routine, then any change that you make to that that's not drastic is subtle right? So the body doesn't need to, I like to think of the body as being this beautiful, peaceful place, right? Where you have, you know, a bunch of monks, right? Like your cells are just monks and they're just praying and they're just relaxing and they're just meditating and they're chanting and, you know, they're one with the earth type of energy. And then you have the ninjas or the samurai that are preparing for war right why the monks pray for peace and this is happening within our bodies all day every day and sometimes war needs to happen right and those those samurais and those ninjas need to line up the soldiers and they need to fight off viruses and they need to fight off germs and need to fight off bad bacteria but sometimes there's just most of the time, I should say, there should be just being one with nature within self. So if all of a sudden you think you're getting sick or you think you're you know, um, needing to do something, you're needing to meet a deadline and you just start working 13 hours a day and you're not getting sleep and you're skipping you know, what would be considered regular for your body's feeding times, you're not eliminating properly, or 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 uh, what's normal for you. You're not sleeping what's normal for you. You're not drinking water what's normal for you. You're not balanced in your chakras. You're not balanced in your elements in your body. You're you're dry. You're not moist. You're all of these things are happening. Then yes, you are drastically creating an acidic or a negative vibrational environment for your body and your soldiers are lining up and they're getting ready to fight war you just brought war to them right so we don't want to trigger that we want them to respond proactively and, and sometimes reactively when needed when things just go awry but if we are really tuned in And we really make this an intentional part of our daily lives. Every single day, you know, you can't even miss a beat sort of thing so that it's a subtle progression. It's a subtle buildup. Every day you are conscientious and cognizant and intentional about your breath work. Every day you're intentional about your sleep. Every day you're intentional about balancing out what came to you that isn't in your highest vibration with Sandwiching that with positive vibration or, or what is in your highest vibration. A good example would be if you do have deadlines, if you do have things that are being required of you, if you are needing to tend to people who have more destructive things happening in their existence that you need to help with, if you do need to show up in life in a more forceful nature, how can you almost double and sandwich that nature in with the subtle nature of peace, right? So like maybe if you are trying to meet a deadline, you are very aware of how much water you're drinking. If you are not getting as much sleep as you would like, maybe you are really aware of taking time to not speak to others if you don't need to, just to have some some quiet and some peace, almost like mindful yoga nidra, Right. Maybe you don't get to actually go into full REM sleep. Maybe you're not really getting as much rest in that way. But you can maybe not talk as much. You know, maybe you can fast from making your mind active with lots of noise. So when you can't get a lot of sleep, maybe just look for more quiet. Even if that means you're working on a task, you're working on a project, you're trying to get something done. Where else in your life can you maybe create some comfort for the stuff that you're missing right now? Not making it a habit, but rather just trying to tell your nervous system, it's okay, you don't have to fire off. We don't have to get really worried about anything here. Let's just take a step back. And that is why when women who are menstruating or on their moon cycle, it's so important for them to take a step back. You know, when you are in your own cycle of the moon, and for those of us who this isn't our reality, then we go with the cycles of the moon. You know, try to live your life in this way. You know, when the moon is waxing, this is when you rev up. This is when you do a lot of yang energy. This is when you take on new tasks and new projects. But as the moon begins to wane you allow your energy to relax and I mentioned this um, not too long ago but a good friend of mine who's she's just Gaia herself you know she's has that beautiful earthly goddess energy and she's one with the earth she works with the earth she's a yoga teacher and I adore her she brought up a very good point about when it starts to get darker and the seasons are changing and you know the moon is coming out sooner and the sun is going away and illuminating that moon, this is our time to follow suit. You know, the summer, long hours of the summer so that we can really lean into action. But as it gets darker, hibernation, you know, seek shelter, seek warmth, seek family, seek comfort, seek that kind of food. Let the body, you know, restore. So the subtle art of everything, where are you at in your life? Are you doing things subtly? You know, are you taking away things subtly? Are you adding things subtly? Are you approaching things subtly? This requires patience. This requires just quiet effort. And this isn't easy, but with intention, this could be something that you could really find yourself benefiting from on an entirely new level, and it's not going to be comfortable at first because if you're used to going going, going going, and everyone's used to you fixing them and helping them and being there for them and you, you know you're that person, this is an identity shift, right? This is a root chakra uplift, but this is a beautiful awakening of your sacral chakra. Because your sacred chakra reminds you, this is the area of the pelvis. This is an area that I, I lean so into this space, right? This is our creation. This is, for some of us, this is the yoni. This is the womb. For other of us, this is still a space of creation. You know, if you identify as a male and you have the male reproductive parts, this is where you give life. If you identify as a woman and you have female reproductive parts or ever have, this is where you receive creation. And if you don't have the reproductive parts for any reason, surgeries, or just how you self-identify, this is where you can blossom and you you can plant that seed of creation. If you're not creating in your life, if you're not bringing forth something that is new to the world through your lenses, then this is where you need to activate that space. Now, of course, if we're in survival mode, if we're not feeling safe and secured and we're not feeling rooted and we're not really connected to the earth element in that way, then you won't be able to feel that sprouting from beneath the earth to come through that space toward the sun. You will not be able to illuminate there so you want to do that right because that's really where this subtle art of everything is you know we can't just get to the solar plexus and then just like stake our claim and our self-empowerment without really leaning into those first two the root and the sacral chakras otherwise it's It's all external empowerment, it's all force, it's all aggression, it's all soldiering, right? Many of us are doing just that. We think that we're expressing the best of ourselves, but we're just forcing it. We don't really even know that the best of ourselves comes through subtle creation. And the best way to activate that is first to... Lean into your earth element, lean into nature, go hug a tree, (laughs) you know, be with animals, be quiet and still. And then the second part of that is being creative, being proud of yourself because you are giving yourself a reason for existing and for being. And you'll see that that is truly what you're doing. And then eventually, you will be able to see that your empowerment comes from a place of subtle enforcement, right? It's just reinforcing what you already know about yourself. And we do that by subtly introducing things to our lives that are good for us and subtly letting go of things that no longer serve. Anytime anything's abrupt, it's going to stir up passion in our nervous system and Sometimes that feels good, right? Sometimes it feels like, yes, I did it. I forced it. I pushed myself. I made it happen. But think about the times where you made something happen. And maybe in those moments you felt so accomplished, but it, it showed up later, right? You took a hit. You felt worn out. You felt worn down. You felt exhausted. Maybe you caught a cold later. Maybe you gained weight later. Maybe you lost a lot of weight. You introduced imbalance. Right, And I'm not saying that there isn't times that we need to push through. But I am saying that we need to sandwich those times intentionally with the things that help us to subtly, subtly <laughs> create space in our mind, and our body to connect in a way that is more useful in the long run. That's more beneficial later in life on our journey of wealth and wellness and health, right? Because that's really what matters. That's why we all want to be a part of this practice is because we, we want to be present, but we also want every moment of being present to connect the dots to something that we all hope is going to end with us Living at our highest selves, our highest vibration. So everything we do now and everything we do always is what is going to eventually add up to that because that's just physics, right? So are you living the subtle art of everything? Are you subtly introducing things into your life? Are you subtly letting go of things? And where in your life can you Try to create balance when things can't be as subtle as you want them to be. Where can we balance out that energy so that our bodies, our minds, our spirit can all still feel very balanced and connected? So, as we move into the new season, as things get darker earlier, where can you allow yourself to rest more? Where can you allow the Ayurvedic principles of seasons and times and changes to benefit you? Remember, you only have this one life that you're conscious of. And everything you do every day needs to be in response to what it is you want your life to represent internally, not externally. Go in peace. Namaste. It's me, Breezy Bree, and you just finished listening to a brand new episode of Yoga Podcast. Did you know I started recording back in 2018 with almost 500 episodes, hundreds of those free audio yoga classes? I am so honored to guide you on your personal practice on and off of the mat. Check out my website lovebreezybreeyoga.com. A link In the show notes will be provided along with lots of amazing information for your practice. Thank you so much for listening. Namaste.